<laughs> it just it just hasn't you know i know that you guys have talked about it. i would have remembered the conversation but not really the deets the but deets, you didn't the deets <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are the Enchanted Forest and the Never-Ending Ocean, Martin and Brady. Anything broken? Are you bleeding? Bleeding on the inside? Doesn't matter. This is business, Sam, and you landed on the wrong side of the balance sheet, so it needs to be rectified. And this week, we explore the multi-generational world of female assassins with the latest offering from Netflix gunpowder milkshake so guys did it deliver it it delivered on what was promised i feel like i mean it's it was an action movie i i i was entertained yeah it it's this isn't gonna win any awards i'm gonna on a hunch well that that an award that most people care about anyway <laughs> right <laughs> they'll probably end up winning like cinematography or something that i'm not thinking about but it's got an mtv movie award in its future <laughs> yeah, there you go i absolutely love the title just because it's so just random. Very and, perfect. Yeah. Just perfectly random. And I just feel like it's kind of badass sounding. And Maybe I was I was probably thinking too much of it because I, I wanted it to mean more than it did. Other than just, you know, I get the milkshake part and the gunpowder, whatever, just because there's there's guns. And I think I, I saw somewhere that they call it blood blood milkshake in other countries or something like that. Like a different name. But um, Blood milkshake's yeah, worse. It's not, not, yeah, not as good. But yeah, just gun. And I thought, especially in the opening scenes, right, when they were like, they passed, she passed the gun to her, and on the table was, I guess, a gun. And you think she was going to like empty some powder <laughs> no, in? No, I didn't really think it would be in there. Spice I just, it up a little bit? I just thought maybe it would happen again, or it would like come full circle or something, but full, like, This full is circle. how you become an assassin. Let me, you drink gunpowder. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it just refers to, you know, the innocence of the daughter or something and, and when when her mom left when she i'll tell you this i tried her. not to overanalyze yeah, it right but i'm not I, I wasn't thinking about this at the time i am totally now. no it's very obvious <laughs> Damn it. i i just think it's a cool sounding yeah. movie and uh we had all kind of i think seen the trailer and seemed it was you know sometimes you just want to watch some killing yeah Sometimes you just need a shooter, just a <laughs> shoot 'em up film, and then you know you just go along with it. And I enjoyed it. I you know anticipated something different going into it, and it changed a little bit for me. So um, there were allusions to other films that kind of in this genre, but it, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I was kind of not disappointed, but I was like, oh, okay, well it's not really down path A, but it's more down path B. And I'm like, all right, that still works for me. Yeah, to me it was like. La Femme Nikita meets John Wick with um, like some of the style elements of like Sin City. It just felt like a comic book movie, and I thought it was adapted from a comic book, but it's... I was going to look that up, too. Yeah, I, but it I doesn't, thought it's it was an original too. thing. It's yeah. just, just something about the way it was shot just felt like it was. It looked like they were trying to like adapt comic book panels, but they, they weren't. So that's where the Sin City comes in. But, but yeah, I got strong John Wick vibes from it. And see, I thought I was going to, and I didn't. Oh, I, you did it. I agree with that, oh. too. Well, you've seen them? No, I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, that's, what, that's why I'm giving you guys the eyes because I think yeah. you guys know wholeheartedly that I don't. I was pretty sure you had. I seen haven't it. seen John Wick. Yeah, that's what, that's that's what I, I you know I don't want to talk too much too much about John Wick, but, right? Because we'll probably end up doing it at some point on here. But. So I got I thought I was going to get John Wick vibes, yeah. and I didn't. I got more Kill Bill vibes. Okay, 
one maybe just because of the female leads i could dig the kill bill vibes and just having them you know be kind of you know running the show and but there were some elements to it that you did like i could equate to john wick like having like a neutral ground area that's the biggest the biggest thing for me that was that was a, a kind of direct pull from that was having uh or just the armory being the library instead of like the hotel and john wick that that's really what what brought it yeah. around to me and and you know it's just a certain element the the fighting scenes and like just the revenge element yeah i do like that and i like that was introduced in john wick but also introduced here was like the library and they have like the code names for all like oh yeah how to oh, win friends and influence need, people yes. and you know jane Eyre. you're gonna need a you know a jane austen or something like that yeah. and then they start handing all the the different uh weapons and things like that and i was like okay I like when you guys do that because it, it talks about like you put some creativity and thought into like what you're going to do and how you're building this world. And so I kind of wanted then to see like more of that world. Like, is there a network of, you know, librarians that, you know, they can go around to and, and talk totally. to? And- Which we'll probably see in the sequel. You know, and that was the nice thing about the John Wick movies, too, is that the sequels built upon the world. And I think this one might as well if it, if it does well. But, yeah, I, th- I think it just delivered on what was promised you know it was definitely a fun time you had uh, you know you had karen what's her name karen gillen karen, karen and, gillen. and lena lena hetty who are just great <laughs> i think they were you know they were, they were perfect for the for, for these roles uh, you don't like them i so i didn't really think that lena hetty was really i Could i really more i just thought she kind of was not the right fit um and look i mean she's earned her uh, right. acclaim as uh, Cersei uh, from Game of Thrones. And I don't know. I just didn't think it worked with her. I don't know what I just the whole time, every time she was on screen, I just was like, God, I just feel like it's not right. So that was one of my notes, actually. I was like surprisingly anti uh, Lena for this for this role. But was that the first time you guys have ever seen her in Game of Thrones? No. Was she in 300? Yes, she was. She was yeah, Lena's wife. wife. Yeah. 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 That was when she that was I think her she probably was in some English movies that I didn't watch that are like Pride and Prejudice 9 or something. She was also in the like I don't know why I know this cuz I didn't watch the show but it was the uh like Sarah Connor spin-off show on Fox. Oh, she was like right. she was Sarah Connor. Yep. Um but yes, I was I was a big fan of Cersei. <laughs> she is in Pri- <laughs> she's in Pride and Prejudice Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you know she's in Dread, which I was actually talking to Redding about. It's it's kind of it's a, re, re, a raid. Dude, it's real good. Raid ish. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it done by the same guy that did the it's, raid? No, it's um, what it's uh, our guy Alex Garland. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Ex Machina. Ex Machina guy. Yeah, Alex Garland. Um, yeah, Dread's real good, and she's really good in that. If you yeah, you got you guys got to watch. Dread. We might need to do I, uh, maybe like a raid okay. and Dread. Oh, wait, it's not a remake, right? No, it's just but like it's the same, conceptually the correct. same. Yeah, we, should, I, we might need to do like some combo platter there. Do it. Done. Next week. <laughs> I could I could be convinced. Uh, that's, a, that's a good that's a great idea. Sometimes this stuff just comes to us. This is workshopping. Uh so yeah. Yeah, she was really good so in, in that. Personally, in I was just that was something that jumped out at me that I just didn't I didn't really think she wear she worked. I don't know what it was. Maybe because you're used to her being kind of more evil. No, like I get that. I I, I feel like I'm pretty I'm never really hold up on people being typecast one character yeah. and one character only i mean but enough I, well you you said karen gillen you guys know her i'll go jelani here is this the first thing you ever saw her in? Yeah. no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> um so she's 
What what well, first starring role really right? Yes. Um, or actually, first lead lead they, starring. Oh, I think that's, yeah, that's the same verbatim. Well, I mean, she's. That's a synonym. I think she's top build in Jumanji, and no way, no way. Are you serious? Top build? Well, do you think she's built before Jack Black? No. Who cares? I think there's two people that are top build in that, yeah. and then there's everybody else. Okay. And, well, I, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you could say both of those names to a million people, and 95% of them are going to know Jack Black first. So when and I. This is my point about what I wanted to bring up. Back in the day when I built my movie database, it was it didn't take off like IMDb, but <laughs> my movie database had the top like three. Like Mr. Actors. Skin? Is that, was that yours? <laughs> no. But my database would have had the top three actors. Mr. Tate's she database. Been, she would have been. Number three it's behind. The database. Yeah, the database. There you go. <laughs> she would have been number three behind what? She would have been number three behind. But the that's Rock a, is that a Kevin personal Hart. preference? I'm confused. There's no one knows her over Jack Black. Yeah, they didn't know her before Jumanji. Because, uh, you can say they did, but they didn't. Because because of you Nebula, you can't see her. Right. You didn't. You didn't know what she looked right, like. Right. But at she all. was also in other things. Well, t- tell me. I don't know. Like she's in Doctor Who, and that's got a huge following. Oh, uh, is that where? Yeah. Is that where she like started from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. That may, that would make sense why the 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 nerd verse loves her so much, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Did you do you watch Doctor Who? I do not. Yeah, you never have any of them. I mm-hmm. tried to get into like one season somewhere down. You know, probably probably it was a problem that it got t- too late. But I don't know enough about it. But yeah, there's so much. It seemed I mean, daunting. It's like yes, it's like if you're gonna dive into that, probably need to do Battlestar Galactica first. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she's also Nebula in the Marvel yeah. MCU. So, so that was my question: was is there a more unrecognized star of multiple movie franchises than her? Um, you don't recognize her at all from as Nebula, so automatically that puts her in the, in in the running for what I'm talking about. Yeah, in Jumanji, I'll I'll say she was just this hot girl that was running around with three very well known actors, the top three build people in the movie for sure, no doubt. <laughs> yes, uh, and it was and it was very very funny and and, and she well done. she. Did she a did great a good job. job. Yeah. She a hundred percent. She was really good in it. But how's she in this? Um, I thought she was pretty good. I think there, it wasn't perfect by any yeah. means. But right. I, yeah, I don't know. I um, don't think there was a whole lot of meat on the bone for her to get through. Right. So she, you know, she did what she could with it. Yeah. I mean, there's no one. No one's coming here for the dialogue. Right. Um, I mean, maybe you think it because of with Paul Giamatti, but like it's all. It's yeah. This was just. Just here for the action, for the fun, for the yeah. for the action sequences, and, and delivered on all that. And I, I did like the way that you know, especially like the fight when they were at the doctor, and you know she gets shot in the arm, and then she has to like. <laughs> all right, so she was fourth build in Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> for for our non seeing audience, Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> Brady pulled up the Jumanji bill, the movie, the, <laughs> the movie poster. poster. Jack Outright. Black at second billing yeah. over Kevin Hart. <laughs> over. Which, that's what I'm saying. Personal um, preference, nonetheless. But yeah, so she did. She did well. She had some quips. They gave her some some fun lines, like you know the scenes where she's in, like I said, the doctor's office. And yeah, she's got her arms incapacitated and she has to like maneuver. I thought that was you know pretty creative, very like, creative, something yeah. completely different. And, right. You know, I felt like it whips w- around in the chair, and the chair, went. but also just like dead armed and just letting the weapons be. The I I thought that was a pretty. It, it's hard to be unique yeah yeah and to come up with something that no one else has done in some way shape or form and clear not going to pretend that i've seen all the fight movies every movie that involves action but like this seems like they might have 
they might have been the first to the uh, to try something like this, and it, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, it's like car movies where they put magnets on cars and put cars <laughs> in space. No, you gotta you gotta always up that bar, up that Annie. Did you guys also like the the rest of the librarians? Michelle Yeoh, yes, uh, Angela Bassett, and Carlo Gugino. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, uh, that was for the Carla. Uh, actually, for Michelle too. I like Michelle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was uh, she was actually, to be honest, she was my favorite of the three of them. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I thought she was just pure badass. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked them all too. I thought they the were, uh, they were fun. the descent from uh, <laughs> jumping off the railing top. <laughs> oh, she was just she was just so subtle about everything she did. I loved her. Uh, but Carla. Never, uh, never disappointing to look at. Carla Gugino. She yeah. was uh, R.I.P. Too soon. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that's known. Uh, Angela just felt like she had to just be mean the whole time. Well, I thought when I was watching, I thought there was something between her and Lena. Yeah, so did I. Well, I, I felt think like... that's very clear that right, they that's... implied that. Right. <laughs> and that's why she's upset. And you can see like even at. But it wasn't explained at all. No, not at explained. Not so it's... Which is good if they're if they're you know working towards another you know a sequel or something that leaves some of that stuff uh, open so it doesn't it doesn't just come out of nowhere in the next one yeah, yeah. if they're thinking ahead I'm fine with that. Did you guys notice the callback for? Oh, here we go. The uh, lookout? And, no, <laughs> not for the lookout. Although Carla, Carla Gugino is in, is in the lookout. Um, she didn't say like look out. <laughs> uh, Angela Bassett's character is anime. Does she say what's love got to do with it? She wants to do a trick. Well, that's why. Does she get her groove back? No, because <laughs> anime is anime Bullock. It's Tina Turner's real name. Oh, really? Right? So I did. I did know that was her real name because I I just watched that thing on whatever the Tina Tina Turner thing. But yeah, and her name is anime. Yeah. Okay. And the character. Yeah. Name that's is anime. that's probably you're probably right. That's probably a subtle nod. Yeah. <laughs> to Tina Turner. I'll give you that I one. Did not know. <laughs> Didn't catch that whatsoever. That's nice. That's a nice little fun fact there. Yeah. The uh, but the librarians were a nice touch just in and of itself to have the even right when they first walked in you know when she first walks in and they don't know her uh, Carla's suspicious or curious that she thinks there's reason to trust her or whatever the case may be but um, you talked about having the unique the Jane Austen the Jane Eyre I, I specifically liked later uh, when she needed something they're like check the self help section and uh, she's like <laughs> looking for any book she can find over and over again and. <laughs> One's a gold bar. It's just like little, literally almost everything you need in some way, shape, or form, but you just got to know where you're looking. Yeah. Except, um, except the gun right at the end, right? It was yeah. just a nice, to your point, creative way to continue that idea, but also um, they utilized it well throughout the fight scene, especially when that dude rolls in who can take a punch, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> and takes just about everything they just can give him. A sledgehammer to the floor and starts just working in the, yeah. Some of that was really well done, especially for so I didn't know. I mean, the guy who the director co wrote it and directed it, I'll butcher this for sure. Navit Papashado. Guarantee that's not right. Papashado. <laughs> Papushado. Okay, that's right. That's Navo right. Papushado. <laughs> co writer and director. I mean, I, I just thought that was uh it caught my eye as something because he doesn't really have much to his name to his resume by any means. So it was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, probably probably a big like Zack Snyder and or Robert Rodriguez fan <laughs> stylistically. He but. wrote Rabies, Big Bad Wolves. <laughs> it's a first time director though. Theme? Um, no, he directed Rabies, <laughs> Big Bad Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Writer director, I go right, got it. Uh, and he fret. has a he has something coming up. He's writing and directing uh, Once Upon a Time in Palestine. All right. So, 
Uh, but so I, I don't know. Maybe someone to keep an eye on. I, I I feel like like I said, there were some creative aspects to this that you. I think it's tough to find. I think there's a lot of inspiration always that you're these guys are pulling from watching and seeing this done so many times over the years. But I feel like they did find ways to you know unique kills and just different yeah. ways to battle and fight and i thought that was that's impressive yeah totally i mean when you see like you know we talked about edgar wright you see some of his early sure. stuff and you're like okay it's stylized is it was it as good as some of his later stuff no but you got to start somewhere so yeah who knows could be could it's, have a new edgar wright on her hands yeah i when you mentioned that new movie that he's um working on once upon a time in palestine it made me think of you know just him being over in that part of the world do you guys remember the movie Wanted with Angelina, and, Angelina and, McAvoy? and McAvoy? The guy who directed that. Uh, Jeff Bending Bullets movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's why I thought about it. Like, it's kind of that whole, like, Do something different, different setup, completely something different, you know, little, like, oh, we're a bunch of tailors or weavers or whatever. Like, that's the network. And so I'm wondering if that's maybe one of his influences because I think the director, Timur, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I'm not going to try it, but is russian and i think maybe just over that area watching yeah. some of his films influenced this as well so um yeah like you said it's it's something new and everybody we need something new so we're but i think and it's funny i actually we talked about it the the dead arm scene yeah um karen i read something where karen gillen said that was the scene where she was like i wanted this i don't, i need to do this movie uh when she was reading for it and she just thought that was a really creative thing and wanted to like take that on and i think that's it's cool and yeah who knows to your point maybe this guy is on a, an upward trajectory i mean this is I, I don't know how many people watched it by any means it's, you know not getting a theatrical release but to i mean it got it, it's out there i mean it was trending over the weekend when it came out and um if for nothing else the the name's gonna bring some people in yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys know one want to know what uh, urban dictionary defines as gunpowder milkshake it's a fun one <laughs> please let us know <laughs> A horrifying sex act involving a lighter pubic hair, spit, and a butt. <laughs> In no particular order. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that scene of Billy Madison. And he's like, uh, first I'd like to bring in a nine iron and a bucket of ice. <laughs> but that was that was done in March 16th, 2021 is when the entry was put in. So uh, I don't know if they were like anticipating the yeah. movie and knowing somebody was going to come here. And uh, yeah, I think you you nailed it. <laughs> I was just going to ask a question, like, where do you guys fall on, you know, rescuing the kid because you... I think you should. Killed you their feel- father or, you know, injured their parent or whatever. Yeah, you feel bad. You grow a conscious right. conscience as a... Well, the uh, alternative assassin. is out. Right. We're not we're not <laughs> killing kids. But do you think that that relationship can actually foster and grow? Because I've seen this happen in, in other movies where, like, you know, the assassin takes out the father and then has to... Or the mother and takes takes the kid under their wing. Like what? The professional? <laughs> did he do that? The professional? I don't know. I think he did. I, I think she, I know no, she was orphaned one way or the other, and he felt yeah. bad for her. So it's kind of more like this. I don't know if he actually did it. The mechanic. I fully, fully, I don't remember it. In oh, the, the mechanic, mechanic. is they that do Statham? That. The remake is Statham. The original is uh, Jan Michael Vincent. I forget who the the lead is. Though. Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah, Airwolf baby. <laughs> Airwolf. Yeah. Airwolf all day, every I, day. I know you guys hate it when I bring it up, but Rick and Morty does a whole thing with we need. It's called like Jan Michael Vincent something, and they're like, we need more Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> That's all. I know that you name. forgot who the lead is in the original mechanic. <laughs> oh, it's our boy it's Charles Bronson. It's Bronson. Yeah, that's right. I think I did know that. <laughs> 
hey, I'm going to mechanic you. <laughs> hey, I'm the mechanic. Uh, Again, Michael Vincent is the what in it? He's, he's the, the, the young, young apprentice. In the in the Statham version, it's our boy Ben Foster. Yeah, oh, it is. That, you gotta, I got to see that. Is that a good one? I gotta it's see not that bad. Movie. I yeah. remember thinking it wasn't terrible. Yeah. And I Statham, Foster, and uh, Donald Sutherland. See, I avoided a lot of... You guys probably watched a lot of these action movies that I just kind of avoided like transporter mechanic i just felt like they all looked the same and they pretty much are yeah i heard somewhere there should just like you should just remake it like statham 17 or statham 18 <laughs> leave the titles out <laughs> it's like not, it's, not it's all idea. it is well that's what i kind of want to now that there's enough of them i feel like i can go back and be like okay which one of these is the best of the of the uh, best in class yeah. of the statham movies and just watch that one and maybe because of ben foster this one's actually pretty good so what's this uh, who's jan michael vincent <laughs> You don't. He's just an actor. Did you never watch Airwolf? He was in Air, Airwolf, a, a TV sh- uh, 80s TV show with the Ernest best. Borgnine? Ernest Borgnine was in it too. Yep. Yeah. It's it had the what I remember about Airwolf was I loved the theme the intro music. Yes. And it was just the the helicopter flying through the air and the music was just so 80s and badass uh, that I loved it. Not, I don't yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. It doesn't ring a bell. You're older than us too, so you should know. Not I, by much. Yep. Yeah, I uh <laughs> I loved watching Airwolf. <laughs> They had this helicopter, this like top secret helicopter that they kept in like a volcano almost, but it was just like a crater and they like, well, that sounds familiar. It was basically, I think, an answer to Knight Rider. Yes. From what I Knight understand. Rider like, in the Knight air. Rider did really well and this was like, well, let's make it with a helicopter instead of a car. All right. Yeah. Always creative. And it had Jan Michael Vincent in it. <laughs> I thought you said Teen Wolf initially. That's what I was like. I don't think that's accurate, but. <laughs> oh, he was in Teen Wolf, you thought? No, I thought oh. you said Teen Wolf, not Airwolf. Oh, oh Airwolf. Okay. <laughs> Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. <laughs> but, um, um, we didn't talk about... Uh, I don't... Is he the bad guy? We talked guy? about a lot of things. Is that the bad guy, per se-ish? But uh, Paul Giamatti. Pig yeah. vomit? Is that what she calls him? No, he's, that's what he's called in um, Private Parts in Howard Stern. They go oh. pig vomit. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's actually, actually a good movie. Yeah, he's... Uh, you know, I, mean, I always like Paul Giamatti. I, I, the I think same. you guys do too, right? Yeah. I I don't know that he isn't the same character in this <laughs> as, as a lot of movies, <laughs> yep. but uh, he he's a good he plays this well. Good middle management, ultimately. Yeah. And clearly, I don't know. It was he, I felt like it was almost a weird casting to a point. There wasn't a ton there for him. I mean, I don't. No, because no, he really was just wasn't. the go-between. Yeah, right? he didn't end up being like the bad guy per yeah, se. Right, you kind of which I think almost you expect, thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was kind of like he did ish, but not really. Right, not he didn't have the uh, the deep baritone of our actual bad guy. <laughs> he had some pipes, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think they, yeah, I think they just are probably setting up for uh, a they series. Got you think this and is so a long term? Yeah, I, th- I think they just didn't want to kill him off. Series? Or, or whatever, a series of movies. Sequels? Sequels, yeah. Um, I just don't think they wanted to, didn't want to kill him off in case it does really take off and then you, you don't want to have to pull a Han and have to bring him back with some convoluted story. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Or go to some. So know, that's prequel. why we didn't get a whole background on like what, you know, I forget Mac, McAfee or McAtee or whatever his name was. Could, I mean, could be. Like the firm, what their issue was and what their beef was. Yeah. I, I mean, for me personally, I'm not that interested in a lot of the backstory, but it, I, I appreciate it if they have some bigger vision and they, these movies get better if they make more. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I just, I guess, so your thought is that this, from the beginning, they're angling this to be the beginning of more. 
that's that's kind of what it feels I, yeah. like such a dangerous thing to do yeah instead of like putting if it all doesn't your, hit then right. you're like you just yeah you have a lot of holes well i think it's a self it was a self-contained story too i don't think they really left too much other than like we said with angela bassett's character with anime anime <laughs> um that that one just seemed like yeah there could have been a little bit more explanation there um to what what they were what why their there history was, was. Such, such hostility such animosity <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was entertaining i like i said i generally that was one of my first notes I'm like sometimes you just gotta watch a, a movie with a lot of killing going on yeah which is why i watched it when my wife went out with her friends <laughs> she doesn't hold, she doesn't hold that same thought as i do <laughs> so the kids were in bed and i was like yeah let's turn it up and just watch people kill each other um did you see your uh i thought we had a motorola razor in the beginning oh there was it there it, was an early one. It was, was a razor or a crazer. It looked like the razor. It actually wasn't though. They, later on, the the logo was not. Uh, oh, they they swapped point, it But out. it definitely. Uh, I was like, I mean, it's a little late in the game to be pulling a razor out of the things, but it sure looked a lot like one. I thought of all people, you might appreciate that, but I enjoy it. It's good throwback. Did you guys understand why those guys kidnapped the girl? I I didn't get that part. Like yeah, there's the, not a lot there for the it. masks and the people with the the bowling alley in the store. No, I, th- I, well, not 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 the guys, not the idiots that came you to mean, get her. What did she end up calling well, them? Well, they kidnapped her because they he for him to get the money. Yes, but just blackmail. Just, he he worked for the firm. They wanted money. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Maybe it wasn't explained greatly. But I didn't I, dig into it too much. It just seemed like a, a, a way to set up. Yeah, the just whole the whole kid being yeah. like she said. Uh, Giamatti said he's like who would th- or she said he's like who would steal from us, and that this guy was like, well, he had he wanted his daughter back, and that's why he was willing to answer the phone too. It was like I have to know her. Like this is the whole point of this was that I am just trying to get my daughter. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I think spring. it was. I think it was pretty. Yeah, just 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 blackmail. Yeah, standard. Just a MacGuffin. Just yeah, a, just um, a MacGuffin. There you go. <laughs> I did like that. That dude could take a fifty cal to the cheek and just not be real phased when he was fighting Gugino. She shoots him. He catches yeah. a graze, graze. Like, through the cheek. He's letting him like that's literally a fifty cal would probably blow his head right off. But <laughs> he took a he took a, a scrape and was not a no big deal. Just kept it moving. I didn't. I didn't care for that guy. Just his whole the son or the the, the nephew. nephew? Yeah. Yeah. Also, not overly explained well. Yeah, that was that was there that, was a little bit of like what was my son into, and clearly the the nephew seemed to know. Right. Like he kind of <laughs> set him up. Like, yeah, we knew what he was. That gonna probably get wasn't into. overly explain, uh, explained. That's, that's where the John Wick vibes for me came in because it was like you killed someone you weren't supposed to, kind of, but yeah, not really. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Connected family. Some creative kills along the way. I, I overall I found it entertaining. It uh, it was a good good Friday night watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, setting up for probably a, a two or three movie sequel. If yep. I'm with Martin, though, I mean, you know what? There's that means there's opportunity to uh, to find find your footing and, and and get Karen Gillan out of you know fourth build yeah. <laughs> in a movie, fourth build in Jumanji, and what like sixtieth build in <laughs> MCU, right? Yeah, I just yeah, I just think there's a lot of people. I definitely didn't know. I don't think it was until the second Jumanji. That she was Nebula. I don't think I just knew there was no reason for me to know yeah, that. Like when I saw her in Jumanji, I was like, oh, who's this? You know, some newbie I'd, I've never seen before. And then not realizing that she's probably, she started getting that MCU money. Yeah. <laughs> so she can make whatever she wants. So, but we'll look forward to the next one yeah, when it comes I mean, out. I'll definitely watch it. I got to know what happens. Right. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening. 
Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're currently enjoying this podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Our O-U-R Film Fathers. You can also email us at OurFilmFathers at gmail.com. Thanks, and go to bed. 